0: I have a lot of accords to tell you that the roof took off time. Mamish, uh, one of the busiest people in Galah And And uh, he took off the time to come and to give us the Bechizek. We should go on Team Kipper strong, and we should um, we should be zekh to all the brachas. It's probably the... Uh, the helix to meyes of the uh, Yiddish calendar. And... Um, to get a clear understanding of Yom Kippur uh, this is the place to be it's a uh, Yom Kippur is a holy day and everyone knows that Yom Kippur is heilik but what you see in both the madrasah and the is loved Dafka, a clear definition of Yom Kippur What we feel in this room tonight, what's already felt, what's what's being felt now, what's going to be felt, is probably the closest you'll get to the essence of Yom Kippurim. And to try to explain. I dafka didn't prepare because to prepare to speak, to appear such as, such as yourselves and all those listening will never do it justice to prepare is as if to say it's possible to come prepared it's impossible to come prepared it's just possible to open our hearts wide and speak, speak like Eden speak to each other I want to repeat to you what I said Shabbat Shuvah it will give you a level of comfort because if I said it Sha'a Shuva in Shul, it must be the truth. You know, people come out here and speak, you're probably thinking, listen, what are they going to say to us? They're going to say to us something that will give us chizuk. So I will repeat to you what I said in Shul to everyone. We spoke about Ahavu. The subject on Sha'a Shuva was Ahavu. The first 30 minutes we spoke about the concept of Ahavo that a yid feels to HaKodesh bochum We spoke about a very difficult Tzvah and in Parshish Pinchos, which is not for tonight. But after that half hour, we asked, what is ahavu? What What is Ahavo? What's the definition of Ahavo? And to explain this, quoted Digmore. The Digmore Gemara. The Gemara says, Beishamai says in order for a husband to divorce his wife, it has to be that he found something chomur enough that she deserves to be divorced. That's the sheet of Beishamai. Beishilu says, Even even if she burnt his food, he can already divorce her. Rabbi Akiva says, Afilu I don't even want to translate. He can even divorce her if mozo isho that's no And The question is obvious. What did Beisilu teach us when it came to the ger that Basham I said, it's impossible to learn kolatoir kula regal Came Beisilu, and Beisilu said something different. He said, "I'll teach you the whole Torah. Regelachas, no, If you hate something, you don't want to be done to you. Don't do it to someone else. What did Rabbi Akiva teach us? How could it be that Beis who teaches us to love, that Rabbi Akiva, that teaches us that loving is klal godel Batoira. How could it be that they give us the criteria for divorce? Chaz v'sholem, higdichotavshile, you come home, your supper is burnt. Rabbi Akiva, filumotza isha, acheres, no, that's a reason for... This kasha, the balimus rest. It doesn't match. The The person who's saying this, and what he's saying, it just doesn't add up. If Beshamai would say it, okay. Rabbi Akiva should, should allow should validate a get because of... And the Bali explain, and they say we have to learn this kumora completely different. It's not the pshat that because you're allowed to give her a get. It's not a pshat you're allowed to give her a get. The pshat is, if you have an issue with it, if your marriage is shaking because of it, you were never married in the first place. There's no Ahava there. This marriage is not based on Ahava. And if it's not based on Ahava, it's okay to give a get. Marriage needs to be based on Ahava. And the definition of Ahava, according to Basil who understood Ahava, according to Rabbi Akiva, is dedication, is to give, is to love, and not to be in business. Yidin are known to be Gvaltega business people. Goyim don't love us for being so business savvy, such soichrim. We could turn anything into a business. Anything and everything. Ayid's mindset is to fardinen. A gave us this khush. It could be because of all the persecutions, the survivals. The Lomaisa Ayid is a good soicher, But soichrishkeit. And to be a soicher is the opposite. The exact opposite of Ahavu. In Kabbalah we learn that the Knanim, the nation called Knanim, they are the klipa, they are the Tumor against Midas Ahavu, Midas HaChesed. Avrohom was up against the Knanim. Knan in Rashi in Tanakh at least three times and maybe more is not a nation. Kanan is a Soicher Rashi defines the word Knani a Tagor, a Soicher Knan is the antithesis, the opposite of Avromovin. Avrom represents, personifies Ahavo. Knan personifies the klipa, the Tumah of Ahavo. The Tumah of Ahavo is what's in it for me. It's a geschäft, it's an investment. It's about return. It's about profiting. Any sort of profit whatsoever is a gesheft. That's knan. And we say We are not knan. We are am yisrael. Am yisrael is the middle of avrom oyhavi. The middle of chesed of ahavu. The middle of Ahavo is a midah that if g'dicho tafshiloi, if notzah motzah it doesn't rock the boat. It's it's not a problem. I was never in this so that things should work for me. I was in it so that it works for you. That's the definition of true Ahavo. This concept of true Ahavo is the Ahavo that we get to our children when we don't get the return we expected. Up until the moment we get the expected return, this ahava didn't surface. It's there. It's there 100%. There's no way out. There's no way around. There is a ahava between parents and children that's just there. But if you learn the Sefer Atanya, you'll learn and understand that not all ahavas surface. They are there, but they don't surface. They're not always revealed when the return, the expected return, is not there, is when the Ahava, the true Ahava surfaces. That's when it becomes Ahava. Up until then, it was Ahava beneath the surface, on the surface, it was Kanaan. It was a Sochrishkeit. It's I'll give and you'll give back. What are you going to give back? The different currencies, different frequencies, some holier than others, but it's still a return. The moment there is no return, is where the Ahava surfaces. Now what are we to do with that Ahava? Now that we have that Ahava, it's there. If it wouldn't be there, no one would be in the room tonight. The Ahava is there. If it wouldn't be there, none of us would be in pain tonight. It's because the Ahava is there. So what do we do with this Ahava? The words unconditional love are very misinterpreted. The Mishnah is the one who teaches us unconditional love. The Mishnah says, Ahav HaSheinot Luya Bedover. Ahav tovet Luya Bedover. Ahav HaSheinot Chazal used the words unconditional. Ahav HaSheinot Luya Bedover. What does Ahav HaSheinot Luya Bedover mean? Today the word Ahav HaSheinot Luya Bedover means hafkerus. <supter> Hefkeiros means, I don't care. Hefkeiros <supter> means it's fine, it's not fine, it's not fine, I do care, I cry, I care, I daven, I don't stop caring, why do I care? Because the Ahava is there, listen carefully because this is deep, if the Ahava is totally over, bottled over, bottle Ahava, and then I don't care, then I don't care. Because I have a she'ena over surfaces. Because I really love. There's n- there's no return at this point. This is not an investment. If it would be, I would have long given up on this investment. I would file chapter eleven on this investment. I still love because I love. I care. I care, and that's what Hakadosh Baruch says to us this time of the year. Hakadosh Baruch says, if I would love you because of the return I get from you. I already said to Odomarisha in ten please don't ruin my world, don't destroy my world, as Hashem said to Odomarisha. And there we went from Odomarish until today and we're destructive. Hashem says, I still love you. And because I love you, I care. And because I care, I'll do everything in my, in my power. I'll do anything and everything to try to allow you to be and to give you a chance to come back. I will keep that bridge strong. I will keep that bridge in place so that you have a way back when the day comes, how it comes, and when it comes because of the Ahav. Ahav doesn't mean I don't care. It doesn't mean it's all good. It means I love you because I love you. And I have all the patience in the world. And I will keep that bridge intact. So that if and when and how you decide to turn the bridges there. There was a big tzaddik who spent, I think, 14 years in the Siberian jails. He was a mashpia. His name was ramendel Futurfas. This past Shabbos, I read to my children, Mendel was locked up, and with him in prison, was someone who claimed to be a tightrope walker. He says he can walk the tightrope. In good days there would be circuses, and he would get up, and walk the tightrope. Mendel was fascinated. He allowed this person to talk about himself and explain. And Remendel remained very fascinated to give up your life and walk from pole to pole on a tightrope. In any case, Stalin's days came to an end, they weren't released, but they were given a holiday day, a May day. And that day, they created a circus. The day at a circus, this tightrope walker says to Remendel, watch, I will be the highlight of today. My walking the tightrope will be the highlight. In Kachav, they erected two poles far from each other. This guy gets up, Reb Mendel is watching. And he gets up, the first few steps were pretty scary. Slowly but surely, he got back to himself. He pulled himself together and he walked straight to the pole. Turned around, walked back, came off the pole, went straight to Reb Mendel and said, Rabbi, what do you say? Ramendal says, now I, now I believe. I, you know, you're saying this to me for years, but now I saw it. It's unbelievable. So he says to Remendel, he says, Rabbi, I want to ask you, you're a smart man. He says, was it my hands? Was it my feet? What was it? What got me from pole to pole? These were the times that there was no net to fall into. There was no safety. Remendel looks at him in the face, he says, it wasn't your hands, it wasn't your feet, it was your eyes. So long you kept your eyes on the pole, you made it. He says, you're right Rabbi, it was not my hands, not my feet, it's my eyes. Then he asks him a good question. He says, tell me, what was the most challenging moment of my tightrope walking? Where was I scared? Remendel thinks for a minute, And he says to him, when you hit the pole, and you had to turn around, he says, at that moment, you were afraid. That was the most difficult moment in your journey. He says, Rabbi, why? He says, because you didn't see the pole. Because you had to turn around, you were on a tightrope, and you had no pole to look at. That's where our children are. They're at the end of the tightrope. They've exhausted everything, there's nothing there. There is absolutely nothing there. Not only nothing, but worse than nothing. Gornished. They are right there at the end of that rope. They have to make that turn, which is the most difficult turn to make, because they don't believe there is something here either. Were they to believe there is something here, they'd be here. They see no pole. They're on a tight rope. It's oblivion mitzadzeh, oblivion mitzadzeh. They must turn around. And our job is to keep that tightrope, to keep it in place. And that's the ahav that gives us all the pain. Were we, w- would we be able to disconnect? Would this be ahav shamelessly a bit over? We would feel no pain. The Vaytuk that's in this room, the Vaytuk that's in Claudius Rule in general today, that pain is a pain of ahava she'ena which is the love that we feel to our children. The pain that we feel because we're connected, because we love, and the kesha that we keep, and the love that we express is the tightrope that will ultimately bring them all back. Hashem yisporach But our children don't realize There was a miser There was a yeet lived here in Brooklyn His name was Yosul Yosul went through the khurban of Europe And he didn't have a very easy job during the wartime. He was Dr. Mengele, Yemach Shemoy Vzichroy. If there would be a better way to say Yemach Shamoy, I would use it. He was his assistant. That was the job he was given we were zoyche to make a Mishaberach in Shul Shabbos for the birth of twins. If you know anything about this Yemach Shemoi V'Zichroi, he wanted to experiment on twins. And he did not use anesthetics or anesthesia. He kept them alive during surgery. And Yossler was there to hold the patients down. He had to hold them down and they would shriek and scream in pain. And say, let go. Get me off this table. So long that they were able to. Some died in the process. Some stayed alive. This was Yossel's job, Nebuch. The war ended. He found his way to Brooklyn, New York. They begged and pleaded with Yossel to talk. To give an interview To explain, even if only for historical facts he's the only one, or one of the only ones that were in there that knew what was really going on, he refused. Later in life, Yasul agreed to give an interview. They asked Yasul, amongst other questions, tell us what was your most difficult moment? try and remember from the day you were born till today, what was your most difficult moment? Yossel says, my most difficult moment was seven years ago. And the people in the room, just, just when he says seven years ago, seven years ago? He says, yeah. What was seven years ago, they ask him. He says, seven years ago, My youngest child woke up in the middle of the night in terrible pain. Bent over, pale, screaming in pain. He says, for the first few minutes, we thought it's just regular. He says, after a few minutes, we realized this is an emergency. This is a problem. We called out, we come into the emergency room. The doctor takes one look at my son, takes a standing x-ray, grabs me by my hand and says, listen, this child has maybe seconds to have surgery before his appendix ruptures and he gets toxic and dies. I'm pulling him into the operating room. I will start operating before the anesthesia is working and you are to hold him down. And Yosel goes into the operating room and holds his child down. And the child screams, Tati, leave me alone. Laz mechup, leave me alone. Says Yasul to the interview. That was my most difficult moment. And then they ask him. And they say Yasul, but why? So he says it's one thing. When both patient and I know what's going on. And we understand what's going on. Says it's something completely different. When it's a father and a son. And the son feels he's being hurt. And the father... Or mother feels, I'm saving your life. He says, that pain, I couldn't carry. I couldn't bear that pain. It was worse than anything I ever experienced. And that's what our children do not understand. They don't understand that what we want for them is life, is away from toxicity, is a future, is eternity is oilom hab is oilom haz they don't understand they're screaming leave me alone let me go and rightfully so we try to hold on as long as we can and none of us are guilty for trying to hold on as long as we can don't walk around saying should have would have could have We're not born psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, social workers, or even TP parents. We don't go under the chuppah with a license for this. We go under the chuppah and have children and expect them to do what we did or maybe even better. And therefore we hold them down and we try. And we try and we don't stop trying. But at a certain point, with the kids screaming, leave me alone, you're hurting me. And we're in the pain that Yasullah was in. The pain that he couldn't bear that was worse than the pain of what we don't want to talk about. We don't want to even mention. At that point, what's left is that tightrope. That tightrope that Klaal Yisrael is going to celebrate tomorrow night. The tightrope that's the platform for Yom Kippur. What is the platform for Yom Kippur? It's a kodishbohu zahavish ain't tluyabidovar. If it's tluyabidov, there'd be no Yom Kippur, there would be no Am Yisroel. Hashem's plan is not working. Let's not kid ourselves with the fact that we're all tzaddikim. Hashem's plan, his plan of this world is not working. The world is Korov Lahefsid and Rokhot Mischar. But Hashem says, My Ahabit you is not totally Bishom Dover. Out of a cartonu, mikoloh isonu, virotzi savonu. There's a level even greater than a havushenetlu yed bedover. Virotzi savonu, and Hashem says every year, come, realize the rope is there. You don't see the pole. Comes ruchchoidesh elul, comes ruchashonah. Says you made shuvah, yoy makipure, and Hashem says come. And what's fascinating, and moving, we don't start Pesach. We don't start Sukkis with Onu Matirim, Leshev Basuka, Imho We don't start Chanek, Onu Madlikin Neirois, Imho We don't start Purim, Onu Shoisim Lechayim, Imho Why? They're not here, they're not here. It's fine. Hashem has a plan. His plan will work. Vishovu bonim legvulom belishum shum belishum sofik. shum sofeq. Ve'eshev lev'ovo al bonim ve'lev'bonim ala voysom. Up until this generation, nobody ever understood El Novi has nothing better to do. Let him cure the sick. Let him be manachim da'velim. Every motzeshab as we sing, Elioha Novi is going to be he'eshev lev'ovo yisal bonim ve'lev'bonim ala voysom. Obviously, Khazalaktoishim de Naviam knew that this is coming. Hashem has a plan. Only Yom Kippur, when we celebrate Ahabash and Atliya Bidover, we say Onumatirin Lispalimu avarionim. Whether they hear us, they don't hear us, they want to hear us, they beshumo Oifen don't want to hear us, it doesn't matter. We are saying to everyone, Onumatirin Lispalalimu avarionim. You are part of this yomtiv. You don't want to be part of Pesach. That's okay. Yom Kippur, you're part of. This is your yomtiv. It's more yours than it's ours. The nesoyin is noiravoyim. I personally would say, and that's what a humble personal. That this pain and this Nisoyan is greater than any Nisoyan that exists. And I know of many. This Nisoyan is greater. And it's simple. I'll explain to you why. Because we give everything up for our Yiddishkeit. The untishteshire is, we give every penny we possess and we don't. We give up everything, our health, our wealth, our COVID, our everything... For the Chinuch and the Yiddishkeit of our children, it's because we are Heile We are Heile We don't realize, and it's not said to us often enough, we are Heile We are what's left. We are what's left. We are what Hashem has in His world. And the Yiddishkeit is worth everything to us, and our children's Yiddishkeit is worth everything to us. What did we not do? What are we not willing to do to have more yiddish nachas? Abyssalmur. Lamech tzalashash What are we not willing to do? If I'd say to you today, raise your hand if you're willing to get stage 4 cancer metastasized all over your body to have your child back, who would say no? No one. No one in this room would say no. Everyone would say, Pseydir yiddish nachas. That's the, the Kiddush of Klal This the Eilikite of Yidin. And this Eilikite, Akut is only from, only from us. This Eilikite, this Kiddush Hashem, that parents sit back and say, I would give everything to get a bistle more Yiddish Nachas. And guess what? You gave everything and you continue to give everything. And all of that is what creates that tightrope. All of it, everything we gave, everything we give, everything we cry for, everything we laugh about, all of this creates and preserves that tiny thread. That's the thread that our children, Be'ezus Hashem Yisporach, will turn around, that dangerous, scary turnaround, and start walking back, slowly but surely. And up until then, we keep the rope intact. Every time we krecht, or every time we are ma'aver on our midoys, and we do what we can to express the tightrope, to verbalize the tightrope, to create the tightrope, to secure the tightrope, to ensure the tightrope, the Kiddush Hashem, the Kiddush Hashem that comes from our actions is a Kiddush Hashem that no one else could do. It's the Kiddush Hashem that says to HaKadosh Bokhu, look at the Ahavo and look how nothing in the world will ever, will ever take away that Ahavo and look how much I care. HaKadosh Bochu should give us the Koyach. Bokhu should give us the deepest, deepest koichoist that we all need to be zoicha, to be zoicha, to be oimed in this nisoyan. And not only to be oimed, a level greater, to be happy with this nisoyan. To be happy with this nisoyan, to say to Hu, obviously, I am in the club of the beloved amongst the beloveds. If you chose me, this Yisurim is deeper and more painful than any other Yisurim. And the post says clearly, You only give Yisurim, you only inflict pain upon those who are even more beloved to you. I take the Nisoyun, I will live with the Emes, I will do what I can, whatever I can, and whatever it takes To allow my child to feel that I am there for him or for her or for them forever in the deepest way. Whatever is in my Jehoilas, I will do to convey this to the children. Yes, there will come a time, Be'ezus Hashem Yisparach, that they will say, thank you for holding me down. I now realize what your intentions were and how amazing your intentions were. But up until that day comes, and let it come be B'meheirah Ma'amish. HaKadosh Pohol should give us and all of you the enormous Koychois, the Pnei Mistige to be proud of your tafkit, to take the tafket as a Shlichus, not as a Bedievet, but as a Lachachil. This may very well be your purpose in this world. Hashem should give you the koyach to be able to be there for yourselves. For yourselves. For your spouses. For the rest of your families. And I want to conclude with a nakud I learned in Arizona. The bochrim came back and they said to me, the Torgai told them that trees far outlive humans. Trees far outlive humans. So the bochrim said to me, the Torgai explained them why. Because the tree has a moridig koyach. If there's something hurting in the tree, the tree knows how to build a wall of cells around it, and the rest of the tree continues living healthily on. The humans don't know how to do that. If something's hurting, everything's hurting, and everyone is hurting, and all of the time. So I told the the hiligi it says this word. The posuk says, kinim tasa esatevo. Create compartments and rooms in the table. Says the Hele why? And what about this is eternal that the Torah has to say it? She says, because when there is a Mabul, and there is a Mabul today, and I don't mean the rain that's outside. When there is a Mabul, the only way to survive is to create compartments. And when you go into a compartment, open it, go in and close the door behind you and be only there. But when you leave the compartment, close the door and enter other compartments. And that's not only a gevort, it's a it's a true ingredient to atzlocho. A true ingredient to atzlocho. We have to be matzliach, to be there for ourselves. Nisht mishugeven. It's difficult and easier said than done, but we owe it to ourselves. We have to be there for each other, husband to wife, wife to husband, and be there for the children. Be'ezus Hashem Yisporach. De'ebish that this year, the tefillah of Onu Matirin lehispale lemoav That this heilige tefillah should really, really break shari shomayim, and it shouldn't be just like every year. Onu Matirin lehispale moav arionim. geht weiter. It should be Onu Matirin. They should feel it wherever they are wherever they may be they should feel that they're included in our Yom Kippur the pain is unbearable the golos is deep it's also way too long I was in this room many years ago I was sure by now Avi will close the doors and greet Mashiach Oivinon Av al it's years later and we're back here and there's still this Veitog in Klaal I could just borrow all we should be Zoycha, to be the Aisha, o'vois al bonim, believe bonim al our voice on the of